Yet again, the Phillies suck us back in just to punch us in the gut. Another brutal loss last night in Cincinnati as the Phillies unable to sweep the Reds. At least today they have a chance to take three of four, but just another rough loss in a game that they uh, felt like they were going to come back and win and uh, unable to make it happen. We'll dive into it all. This is Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, September the 5th. Day game today, an early start, 1235 start. So short show today uh, as we will uh, you know, get set for the game today. We'll look at that coming up as the Phillies will close out this four-game series in Cincinnati. Jason Vargas will take the hill against Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray having a really nice season for Cincinnati, so... Hopefully Vargas brings his A game, which he's been good more often than not, but definitely coming off his worst start as a Phil. So fingers crossed they have to win today. I mean, you can't even, there's not even a question about whether they can or cannot win today as they fall. Yesterday, 8-5 to five in a really, really frustrating game from a number of angles. But, but you know, first and foremost, most importantly, a game where they fall down 5 nothing early. Aaron Nola just didn't have it. Uh, the worst Nola start we've seen in a little while. Nola only lost four innings. Five earned runs allowed. Gives up a homer to Joey Votto in the first. And then the second inning is just a disaster as he gets nibbled and picked to death. Singles and doubles all around as he gives up four in that inning. An RBI single for Van Meter. A RBI double for Votto at a three hits on the day. And a RBI double for Aristis Aquino, making it five nothing. But um, and at that point, you're just like, "Up, oh, well, they're not winning today. They just don't have it." But then they storm back and they they give us a hope. Logan Morrison, a two run shot in the fifth. JT Romito, another two run shot in the fifth. And then in the seventh, it gets really exciting. Jay Bruce comes in and pinch hit experience, a pinch hit at bat against Michael Lorenzen. And then what does he do? He goes yard. He goes yard, a pinch hit home run for Jay Bruce. Exciting to see Bruce back hitting home runs for the Phillies. It feels like it's been a while. As uh, uh, exciting, you're feeling it. It's 5 5. I, I honestly couldn't believe it. I, I, was, I was so psyched. I really was. I. I I couldn't believe they had pulled me back into a game that had just felt so lost just a short time ago. And then, of course, of course, in the bottom of the seventh, Jose Iglesias goes yard. And it's 6-5. to five. And that was all she wrote. Jose Alvarez, who's been so good, uh, ends up getting the loss there, giving up the run. Blake Parker would allow two more in the eighth as that same Michael Lorenzen who gave up the home run to uh, Jay Bruce uh, ended up hitting a two-run over. Isn't that great? As he's one of those, um, you know, hit pitchers who hit as well or better than they pitch, guys. But, um, uh, yeah, it was just a really frustrating loss because it would have been a frustrating loss if they just got boat raced, you know, if it was 5 nothing and they just kind of, it was over. But the fact that they battle back and and again I'm not I'm not saying frustrating from the fact that I appreciate that they battled back. I'm happy they just didn't lay down. I I I really appreciate that. 
but it still makes the loss more more tough to handle as a fan, you know. As a fan, you're you're sucked back in, and it's almost like it's a microcosm of this season—a season where this team is just, as we talked about at nauseum, just continues to suck you in and 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 get you excited and and say, oh, oh, oh here's the run. It's actually going to happen. No, seriously, this time. No, we really mean it this time. No, Bryce Harper is hot. This is the time it's going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. And it never happens. It never happens. I mean, look at where we are in the season. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. There's only 24 games left this season, and they just haven't gone on a run. As I've said many times, I don't know why I would expect them to go on a run because they haven't gone on a run. And we are 26 games left in the season as the Phillies. Um, just a really, really, really bummer of a loss as they fall back to six games below, uh, above 500, um, below that seven-game threshold that they just managed to reach for a day. Um, but they uh, fall back, and now uh, they are three games back of the Cubs, which is just great. Three back with 24 to play is, how do they say it, less than ideal, I think is the phrase. That we're looking for yesterday, just again, just a frustrating loss. A number of other things involved, too. Um, again, Aaron Nola, just a, a real bummer of an outing, as as we've talked a lot about how you feel like Nola has to be the guy who every time he goes out there, he gives it to this team, and he, he lifts them on his shoulders, and it just hasn't been the case. And he's been good, like last start, uh, you know, but uh, against the Mets, where he pitched great, but... Ultimately, uh, couldn't get through seven, which was a bummer and frustrating, um, a worry. Uh, but also, um, he, you know, they don't give him any run support. And they, it's 11 to 1 before you know it. So, um, yesterday, frustrating because Aaron Nola didn't have his stuff. And then for the team to battle back when Nola had his bad stuff and gives up five and the team to fi- tie it at 5-5 five, five and then lose is just the worst. Some other worst from yesterday. How about the fact that Corey Dickerson pulled up lame after a single uh, and uh, it seems like he has a foot injury of some kind. Of course, Corey Dickerson, you know, right when we're all finally like, yeah, Corey Dickerson, that's our dude. I trust him in a big spot. He's my favorite freaking Philly. I said, I said that other than Bryce Harper, he's the number one guy I would trust in a big spot. Pulls up lame. Who knows? Uh, with our luck, he'll be done for the season. Let's hope he's not. We need Corey Dickerson. He is so important to this team. It's crazy to think about that he wasn't on the team before the trade deadline because he's been such an important part and such a good hitter for this team. Uh, so big time, fingers crossed. I hope Corey's okay. We need Corey Dickerson. Some other things from the game. Mention Michael Lorenzen before. Michael Lorenzen, how about this? The first uh, person since the babe. Babe Ruth, who uh, has uh, hit a home run in a game and got a win in that same game in 1921. How about you? Isn't that great that the Phillies were able to facilitate that? Who doesn't love that? Who doesn't want to be on the other end of that, right? I mean, it's it's a beautiful historical moment. Um, yes, I'm 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 in a great mood. Uh, Adam Hazley did uh, one highlight of the night uh, when they were down six five already, but it could have been more. Freddie Galvis a a home run ball to center, and Adam Hazley with a a top ten Sports Center type play as he goes up and just you know snatches it out from over the fence. Just an outstanding play from Hazley. It was awesome to see. Really the 
highlight of the night when you look back on it. Certainly one of the, the highlights of the season, one of the best defensive plays of the season for the Phillies and potentially in all of baseball, but certainly for the Phillies. That was a just an awesome catch. Just an awesome catch. Really, really um, nice to see a Phillies outfielder make a play like that. You know, a center fielder, I should say. Price has been pretty good. But um, it was a, a nice highlight again, ultimately, in a losing effort, which is frustrating. Uh, one other note, J.T. Romuto last night when he hit his homer uh, tied his career high in both home runs and RBI with 21 and 74, which is nice. Gavrimi also this season has career highs in doubles, walks, runs, and runners caught ceiling, as we know, as he has been a, a freaking monster in that department. But uh, nice to see Romito, who, who you know has been quiet at times this year, but we, has certainly turned it on uh, over the last month or two. And um, nice to see him start to sh- the numbers really start to reflect that. Is he's just been awesome. He's been a great player for this team. Uh, I don't think anyone, uh, everyone who watches this team every night knows how awesome that guy is and how great he's been and what a warrior is. He plays every night. It's like crazy. He saves us from Andrew Knapp. From that alone, he should be given some sort of medal. But um, just the defense has been just so, so impressive. I mean, wow. Has that guy been impressive defensively? And obviously throwing out base runners, he has been prolific uh, in that spot. And the bat has come around. He And also, what a great base runner. He's so fast. He can steal bases for you. He's... um. He's just a really versatile guy to have at that position. You don't see a lot of guys like that at the catcher position, certainly not anymore. And uh, he's a real asset. He's a really good player, and I'm, I would guess they they work out a contract with him this offseason, something that'll keep him here for you know the next three to five years. Uh, obviously, it's a, it's an interesting discussion though because. It's not just a no-brainer in the sense that, you know, the years of it, because you don't know how long I'll be able to catch for. I mean, so much of J.T. Romito's value is the fact that he's a catcher and the fact that not only is he a catcher, he's the best defensive catcher in baseball, at least this season for sure. I mean, when you think about it that way, I mean, that's like such a huge part of his value. If he just has his offensive numbers and base running ability and, and all that at first base, I mean... That's not nearly as valuable a player. So it's an interesting discussion. He does look like the kind of guy who will age well, you know, played shortstop earlier in his, you know, minor league career and all that. So he doesn't have the same type of miles a lot of lifetime catchers do. But it's something you have to consider. You know, if you're going to go five years, do you, do you think he's 29? Is he going to be catching in five years? I don't know. He might be there. Guys, look, Yadi Molina is like ageless. But um, I don't know. It's just a really interesting conversation when it comes to what the contract will be and should be because there are some some things they have to take into account but ultimately i think they will find a way to keep him here for an extended period of time as they should is the main point sign jd romito i think is my (laughs) succinct wrap up of what i'm trying to say there sign the guy uh because he's been such a massive important part of the team and uh we need to have him around for a longer period of time all right as we said short show let's look ahead to today is uh again uh, must win I, I must win it probably doesn't even matter i don't think they're gonna make the playoffs anyway this um the cubs keep winning and look the the phillies uh, i always uh, i keep saying oh their schedule's tough and people are all like well they have a better record against good teams and bad teams sure it's true so hopefully that's true maybe uh maybe they will go on a run 
Yeah, right. Wouldn't that be the most Phillies thing is just going around against all the, the good teams and then lose to the Marlins in the last series of the season to, to fall out short? Um, but the Cubs are playing better baseball than the Phillies, so they're going to have to turn up a notch. And this is a must win today. You have to take three or four from Cincy if you want to make the playoffs in this spot. And and Vargas versus Gray. Gray's a better pitcher. So the, the Reds have the advantage there. So the Phillies need to figure out a way to – get something done offensively, and Jason Vargas needs to bring it. And then, look, the Phillies go right to New York, a team that just took two or three from them. And uh, you know, you've got Eflin versus Matt, Smiley versus Stroman, Velasquez versus Syndergaard as of now. I mean, those are definitively, I would say, three pitching advantages for the Mets. At least the Mets, Eflin one is close to the way Eflin's pitched recently, but I'm still not ready to jump in with both feet on Zach Eflin is back and all that, but... Um, you know, the Phillies are going to have to win some games without the best pitching matchups, shockingly, because they don't have good pitching at the starting pitching spot. Uh, and when Nola can't give you a win, it really makes it harder. So today against the Reds is a legit must-win game, at least in my eyes. So hopefully they can do it. Either way, we'll be back to talk about it, possibly lament it, or hopefully celebrate it tomorrow and to look ahead to a big weekend series with the Mets. So until then, thank you for listening to Phillies today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network.